shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Our younger years are our formative years. We're so impressionable, soft play that society can mold, heeding all the signposts, we're always mentally taking note about how to navigate our world. It's during this time that we can learn to acquire the tools, tips, and tricks that we need to live our most virtuous lives. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today the theme for our show is the importance of learning life skills. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We have an exhilarating program in store for you today as we open your eyes and ears to all the ways that you can learn life lessons and skills every day. We're going to be hearing from an author in addition to the founder of a charity dedicated to helping people understand their value in this world. But to get this party started, I want to share some tips and tricks on what I've learned along along the way with all my different endeavors, and I hope that you'll get some insight on what it really means to learn life skills. Because I think sometimes teenagers feel that you have to have a huge, momentous event happen in your life in order for you to really glean something important from it and valuable from it. However, I really want you to understand that even the little things every day can teach you lessons. Little conversations you have, maybe with your teachers or your parents or a neighbor or a friend. Little things that happen on the trip to the grocery store or a drive to the fast food restaurant nearby. All of these little experiences that we have in our life shape us into the human beings we are today. And it's our job to really take a look at everything that's around us and try to glean as many valuable lessons that we can. Because as I mentioned, right now, being young, this is our prime time to make sure that we're really equipping ourselves to face our futures. And there's no better way to face our futures effectively than to make use of all the lessons that are presented before us. So as many of you know, being the host of this radio program is a lot of work. But I've loved that it's really thrust me into the space where I have to navigate some things that I've never been exposed to before. Now, for instance, before I got into radio, I really didn't have any sort of involvement in this industry at all. I had never even been a guest on a radio program until I was a guest on Express Yourself back in January of this year. But what I found to be really coming to fruition in my life is this idea that I'm able to jump into the fray, to dive into the wreck, to just put my foot, to dive in and to jump right in and go. I think holding back is something that prevents a lot of young people right now from reaching their full potential. 
I had known that I always wanted to sort of broaden my reach and find a way to share more of my writing with other people because that's what I had been doing a lot before I got into radio. I was writing for different newspapers, for different magazines, and for different blogs, but I really wanted to get my voice out there a little bit more. And although radio seemed like a tantalizing activity to take part in, because no one around me was involved in this, and at that time I didn't have any mentors for this industry and this business, I was a little bit timorous, I'll admit it. But I'm so glad that you know I sent that initial email to our great producer, Cynthia Bryan, the producer of this program, because that really thrust me into the space where now I'm hosting this program. So I think it really goes to show that you never know what might come out of just taking one initial step, whether it be sending an email, whether it be picking up the phone and making just one phone call, whether it be knocking on just one door. You never know where that one right move can take you. And you never know what move you make will be that one right move. So don't be afraid to just get out there and to explore all the options we have. I think that's one of the biggest life lessons that I've learned is that there are the world is my oyster and I want to be its pearl. I really feel that the world is at my fingertips right now. And maybe that's just because I'm a young person and that kind of goes with the turf when you're young. But I think really every young person has so much flexibility right now to, to determine how they want to live out the rest of their lives. So don't be afraid to take advantage of everything you've got around you. Almost every successful person, I think, will tell you that they never would be in the successful state they are today if they were hesitant, if they were fearful, and if they let that fear and hesitance hold them back. Of course, initially, taking on new experiences might be a little nerve-wracking, a little apprehensive, but the whole point is that, yes, it, you will be experiencing those things. That's normal. But th what's also normal at that point is that most people would quit. But that's where you're going to step right up to the plate and keep going. That's where you're not going to be normal, and that's why you're going to be a success. I think another great life lesson that we all should try to implement is that we need to be able to listen to things that we least want to hear. It's very easy to bask in a lot of praise and admiration that's maybe showered upon us by our parents or our teachers or our friends. But to really be able to take constructive criticism is key. I mean, for me, for example, for my all my writing, when I was writing and still am writing for all these different newspapers and magazines and blogs, I get so many rejection letters, you guys, you wouldn't even believe it. My inbox is probably saturated with rejection letters. But actually what I do is I keep those all in a little folder of my inbox. And I look at those whenever I need any sort of inspiration. And so I'm able to take this criticism, take this advice from these big name publishers and hopefully use that to better my writing in the future. And I've really taken to heart some of the words they've said to me, you know, that maybe you need to freshen up your ideas a little bit more. Maybe you need to refine your wording or your sentence structures. And I really take those lessons to heart. And I know that next time around, my writing is just going to be that much better. And I know the common saying goes something like, anyone can be a captain in a calm sea, but the real leader we know when he's met with adversity. So we know when you're the real leader, when you're a real captain, when you're facing some trying times, some trials and tribulations, and you can really take a hold of those, harness all those challenges to your benefit. And that involves being able to take constructive criticism. Another thing that's really helpful is being able to call on backup 
when your first plan goes awry. You know, for instance, sometimes for an online talk show that I've started called Tomorrow's World with Henna that broadcasts at 2 p.m. on Saturdays on centervalleytalk.com, I started this show and sometimes I'll be scheduling guests and they'll fall through or technology issues come about and my, my plans go awry. But I'm able, I have a lot of backup plans that I can fall back on. You know, I, I write them down in my agenda. I have them running through my head. I have all sorts of other topics I can discuss. I have a lot of things lined up in case my plan A goes wrong. And that's really important, I think, for any young person doing any sort of activity right now. Even if you're a high school senior like me getting ready to fill out those college applications. I think sometimes when we're young, we think that we have a very tunnel vision, narrow-minded view of what our future is going to look like. We see it as a straight, direct path. But I think what's, what you'll find is when you talk to some really successful people, they'll tell you that the path from here to your success in maybe 20, 30, 40 years from now is a jagged, crooked, curvy, swirly path. It is all over the place. And you, maybe you will end up from here, point A to point B, where you want to be, but the way you get there will be so different than what you could have ever imagined. So always be open to allowing yourself to just explore and to go with the flow and to roll with the punches because you never know how that might really be trying to propel you towards your destiny. Another really important thing to consider when talking about how to really take in all these life lessons and build up your life skills right now is that you have to be able to trust your gut instincts. And I think that's so important in this age when we're all concerned about being very methodical and rational and justifying every one of our activities. And although I think that's important, sometimes, and you know what I'm talking about, sometimes you just have that feeling where everything seems right, where it seems like that moment where you need to take that one step, you need to make that one phone call or knock on that one door or pick up that one phone and make that phone call or meet this one person, shake this person's hand, say hello. You need to be willing to take that step and you know when that's right by trusting your instinct. So that's another really important thing to consider and I hope you'll be thinking about these points during the break and also be sure to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our Tumblr page at btsya.tumblr.com. Also, please watch our videos at youtube.com forward slash be the star you are. I'm Hannah Hundle. Please stick around for our next segment as we welcome to the program a rocking author. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good what book. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? 
If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today our show is all about readying ourselves early on to live prosperous lives. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. To give us some more insight, we are thrilled to bring our author, Cynthia Tony, on the show today. Cynthia writes teen fiction with a touch of mystery and romance, and her debut novel is called Birdface. That's two words. She earned a Bachelor of Arts degree in art education with a minor in history and learned the craft of fiction through writing through self-study. She believes in repurposing salvage materials and often creates useful items from junk. With a passion for rescuing dogs from animal shelters, she encourages people to adopt and save the life of a shelter dog or cat. She also enjoys cooking Cajun and Italian food and studying the complex history of the friendly southern United States. In her book, Birdface, and that's two words, by the way, Windia Robichaud doesn't care one bit about being popular like her good-looking classmates, Tookie and the Sticks. Until Brainiac bully John Monster schemes against her, and someone leaves anonymous sticky note messages all over school. Even her best friend Jennifer is hiding something and pulling away. But the spring program, abandoned puppies, and the high school track team tryouts don't leave much time to play detective. When secrets and failed dreams kick off the summer after 8th grade, the question remains, will Jennifer still be around to support her as high school starts in the fall? Very fascinating. We are excited and honored that Cynthia has taken the time to be with us on the show today. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for being here. So there are many teen novels and all of them have different kind of teens and different personalities that are in there. And we just want to know what kind of teens do you write about? Like what's their personalities, like their personas, all of that? Well, first of all, I love teens. I enjoy talking to them and being with them. And I think they're smart and funny and they have a lot to offer. So I just like to write about ordinary teens, not, not teens with, you know, magic powers or superpowers <laughs> or, you know, not teens with a lot of money and not even teens that are popular, but just regular teens. And, uh, you know, teens that struggle, teens that need to learn life skills to yeah. learn to learn to get along in the world, but I show that they have the power within themselves to solve their own problems and to make a way for themselves in the world. Absolutely. I love that. Yes, we love that because we love teenagers Thanks. too. <laughs> Here at, for BTSYA. And you mentioned that teenagers have power to really effectuate great success in their lives. And part of this requires learning good life skills early on. So how does your book story relate to the importance of learning life skills? 
Well, my main character, Wendy, she is sorely lacking in life skills. And I can really identify with that because I was that way as a teen also. And she starts out very shy. You know, she's being picked on. Um, she has trouble expressing herself. Um, you know, she, she's always saying the wrong thing, you know, or at the wrong time. I think we've all experienced that at times, but she is really good at it. And um, so um, in the course of the book, she tries to teach herself, uh, which is admirable. Um, you know, if you're lucky, you have, you know, parents or siblings or somebody to, you know, take you by the hand and show you things. Well, she didn't really have that. So uh, she does learn. She even practices in front of the mirror. And this is kind of an embarrassing thing for her. Uh, she's afraid her mother will see her. You can imagine <laughs> practicing something in front of the mirror and so afraid somebody will see you. So I was actually embarrassed writing the scene for her. But <laughs> we have to learn that, you know, everything takes practice, particularly learning good life skills. And we're going to make mistakes. We're going to fail sometimes. And we're going to be embarrassed. But it happens to everybody. It does happen to everybody. And I like how you were talking about, you know, social skills, listening skills. And I... I've experienced some of those um, little traumas as well, but what are the most important life skills in your opinion? Because there's a lot. There are a lot of them. Um, a couple of very broad ones um, that I can't stress enough are communication skills and working with numbers. And um, in communication skills, a lot of times we're very good at oral communication, maybe charismatic or confident when we're speaking, but we have trouble getting down our ideas clearly on paper. Mm -hmm. um, now, my character, Wendy, was just the opposite. She um, had, didn't have trouble writing, but she, you know, just couldn't express herself very well um, in speaking. So both of those are, are very important, and uh, that's one of the things that she practices in front of the mirror. Another broad... Um, uh, a broad life skill, excuse me, is working with numbers, and uh, my character, Wendy, doesn't like math, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I have found um, in my own life that it, it comes in handy when we least expect it. Um, oh, I, yeah. In, in my job, one of my jobs, and I never would have guessed that I would have needed this, but um, algebra and geometry and in particular I had to figure out the circumference of a round table in order to figure out how many of a certain size chair would fit around it mm. so I, I mm. knew the, the formula that I needed to find you know I mean I, I remembered enough about geometry to know what I was looking for so I found <laughs> the formula and then I had to look up the value of pi because who remembers the value of pi you know? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway it, it those are important things. And also, uh, in any life skills, just remember to have a sense of humor. Um, you know, be able to laugh at yourself. And yes. uh, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yes, exactly. And I, I love, you never know when a skill might come in handy. And that's really interesting and funny, that math story. Um, but you mentioned the interplay of communication between, that trade-off between speaking and verbal versus writing. And I wonder, as a writer... What valuable life skills have you been able to develop? Um, the most important one, and, and this is hard for everyone, no matter what field they're in, is to accept criticism and rejection. Um, mm -hmm. there, is, 
there's such a thing as constructive criticism, and then there's criticism that you can recognize as someone trying to tear you down. Mm -hmm. um, but as a writer, uh, first of all, I belong to critique groups, so we critique each other's work. And uh, you build a trust with people when you do that over a period of time, so you know that they're trying to help you. You can pretty much tell right away if somebody's in it just to point out other people's faults, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so that is that's one of the skills that that I have learned how to how to accept criticism graciously. Um, and the best thing to do, even if you know, even if you get your feelings hurt in a situation like that, is to is to thank someone. Say thank you for your input. You don't have to follow their advice, you know, but but mm -hmm. act grateful mm -hmm. for it. And then the other thing is the rejection. I mean, writers get rejected all the time as they're trying to find an agent or a publisher to accept their book and publish it. Um, but, you you know, you kind of develop a thicker skin as you go along. And, um, you know, the, you're going to face rejection in the future, you know, when you're searching for a job. Um you know, in in romantic relationships, I mean, everybody everybody faces rejection in different ways, but you you just keep going. Someone with good life skills just picks themselves up and keeps going. Right, definitely. And I and going back to your book, how you were saying um, listening skills and how your character has the writing skills, but she doesn't have the speaking skills and. Her best friend, she and her best friend Jennifer, show that they're compassionate towards people and animals, and and a lot of people are saying that com having compassion towards others and just anything in general is a very important, necessary life skill. Life skill. And do you think learning to be compassionate is a necessary life skill? I do. Um, I think setting a good example, um, and and you can do this with younger siblings. Uh, showing compassion toward animals that you care about what they need to make mm -hmm. them comfortable and uh, showing compassion toward those who are weaker than you for some reason you know so to the sick or someone older or uh, someone at school who is by themselves all the time they don't have yeah. a friend that kind of thing um, I, I believe that when you start learning compassion it just grows and grows you know and and will right. carry forward in your life it's gonna make you bet you're you will be happier. I have found that the more p compassionate I become, especially because I deal with, you know, with animals, um, helping to rescue animals from animal shelters, that I become happier and happier mm -hmm. the more animals I help. Yeah. And, I, and it's the same with people. Right, right. And I, it brings so much joy, I think, to your life to really show that compassion. Well, thank you very much, Cynthia, for coming on the program <laughs> today. We've loved hearing all of your insights. To learn Thank more you. about Cynthia and her work, be sure to visit her website at CynthiaTTONEY.com. That's CynthiaTTONEY.com. And her novel is Birdface. That's two words, Birdface, and it is a riveting read. I'm Hannah Hundel. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also, check out our radio website at ExpressYourselfKingRadio.com to see photos, description, links, and more. Stick around for our next segment as we continue our conversation. It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. 
Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Now, one role I have that I hold really dear to my heart is being the teen ambassador for an incredible organization. This organization, called You Are Valued, was started by a very inspiring individual whom I've had the absolute pleasure of getting to connect with, Ricky Roberts III. As a young person, Ricky was exposed to and experienced abuse on many levels, which impacted his perception of love and his self-worth. After being stabbed nine times at the age of 17, Ricky let go of his role as a victim and began to ask how he could use everything he has experienced to impact others in a positive way. Ricky takes everything he has learned, not only from his own healing process, but also from his time helping others, and he fuses that into his continued effort to best understand how he may be of service to the world. Ricky believes that everyone matters and deserves to know it. This belief inspired him to create You Are Valued, a nonprofit organization that inspires youth, or all people for that matter, to see the value in who they are and to, pre- to appreciate the same in others. Ricky has the privilege to connect with thousands of youth and adults on a yearly basis in a wide variety of settings from maximum security detention centers to national conferences to middle and high school classrooms. Today, Ricky inspires people through his writings, speaking engagements, workshops, youth outreach, volunteer work, efforts with the You Are Valued movement, which has reached as far as Indonesia and Paris, and through his interaction with others in his daily living. He is dedicated to reaching people in a positive way wherever he may be. His central message and focus and all that he does is to let others know that they are valued. Ricky, I am honored and delighted to welcome you to the program today. How have you been? Uh, Wonderful. I'm honored to be on the program. Thank you very much for having me. Our pleasure. And being the teen ambassador, I really noticed that you are valued is not just a phrase or even the name of your organization. You are valued is really a movement, a revolution in the way we think and view ourselves. So as the founder of this charity, why do you think that right now the time is ripe for this type of revolution and self-confidence? 
You know, it's just we're we're living in a, a time in our society where I think now more than ever people are are losing touch with the essence of who they are, the the goodness in who we are, and we tend to as as individuals sometimes um, create these categories that separate us, and more specifically, in in terms of of problems with social issues regarding bullying amongst young people and really all people for that matter we've we've gotten to a place where being cruel and, and hurtful has become somewhat acceptable on some levels mm -hmm. and i i feel like it, it's it calls for that that piece of action where we can all be a part of not only seeing the value in who we are but appreciating the same in others Wow. I love that. I like that because I think society now today is, um, it's more of a about me thing. It's not about everybody else. We're not worrying about how people feel. We're worrying about how we feel. And I love what you're doing. And you are valued is big on giving out something called push cards. And can you just, could you describe for our listeners what these are and why they're so important? The the push cards are these little cards that read "You are valued" on the front and never stop believing in, in the greatness of who you are on the back. And you know those are something that I, I started with 250 actually. And when the organization was in the er, earlier stages of development, I, I talked to the board of directors about having these little cards that we can make an action element for people to be a part of the movement they can they can take this and hand it on to someone else and and it's the ripple of kindness uh, effect where someone hands it to one person that person hands it on and from there it's turned into i just counted the other day because i was having an event and we we're just on a hundred away from thirteen thousand in circulation wow. and and that's, that's direct amazing. touches you know it's not just leaving cards places it's when people feel inspired to be a part of it it's it's done through invitation and and people take those cards and then when they feel authentically called to they hand them to someone else so it's been this beautiful thing to watch them spread organically far and wide yes yes and that direct action as you mentioned that ripple effect i'm sure it's so empowering but have you actually been receiving responses from people personal responses describing to you how your work has changed their life yeah, uh, you know, just yesterday I was in um, the airport and uh, I was, I, I got a text message from a teacher I work with and she sent me this photo of a letter that a student gave her that said, this is a card that you really deserve. And it had a UR value card in it. And that was from a, a school that I was at probably two months ago. So it was this person, this young person, um, is actually middle school. Uh, and and this person who gave her the card just felt like holding and holding on to it and gave that card at just the right time when the, the teacher said it brought tears to her eyes and you know the the week before I got a card from someone who or an email from someone who got a card in New York and he said he was in Orlando Florida and got a card from someone there at a conference and they were just letting him know how he was valued for what he did so continues to spread all over but you know the the messages specifically that come um you know are the things that continue to inspire me and give me the i think the strength and courage to move forward with this 
larger initiative on on a big scale you know wow that's so amazing i love what you're doing with that i think a lot of people really need that just in their daily lives and along with this book um you're also also the author of four other books you what really matters where did the gift go and awakening the the new you a path to transformation and what audiences are you hoping to reach with these books well, you know, it's funny you should ask that because I, I the 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 books that I have out now are are sort of I didn't write them with any specific idea of where what or who I wanted the audience to be. It was just this process for me to write through things that I've experienced and and reflections that were helping me grow more as an individual. And um, you know, they've they've kind of found their own. I think. Um, audience. The first one, specifically you, is, is one that has found its way into a lot of youth programs and continues to be used in that capacity. But the uh, I just finished my fifth book recently, the first draft, and that one is dedicated specifically for youth. It, it's something I felt on my heart that I wanted to spend the energy and attention having a, a real, it's almost like I, I was sitting down having just a real talk conversation with a group of young people and um, that one will be specifically for youth and dedicated to youth of our, our world and um, just inspiring them in, in many ways that the, the book aims to. Wow, that is such an amazing thing. That's so awesome. Right. And, you know, I know that if there's anyone who can sit down with a youth and really inspire them, it's you. And so I, I want to I paint a little scenario for you here right now. Because with all okay. the teenagers listening to this program, I'm sure there's okay. at least one kid out there right now who's feeling a little down, who's going through some rough times, and his confidence is kind of withering away. What would you say to this kid? How would you remind him that he is valued? Um, you know, first before I... I uh, respond to that. I, I want the listeners and, and people to, to realize that, you know, just because in thinking of this, this young person now that may not feel strong in who they are, just because someone smiles or wears a, a you know, a hard shell on the outside and, and sometimes makes it look like, look like everything's okay for those people that are around us all the time. That's not always the case. And mm-hmm. I talk a lot about, being mindful and compassionate for what people are going through underneath the surface. And some of the people who um, have taken their life because of really just because of not feeling valued and feeling like their life is important are ones that made it look like was okay, everything was okay on the, on the surface. So it's always important for us to, to be aware of that for the people that are around us every day and for that person that feels discouraged and, and feels like maybe they're not valued. Um, the best thing that, that I can say beyond that they are is to look deep into to who they are and know that because of who they are, they're, they're, they're here for a reason and their individuality and their gift of, of who they are is, is something that we all stand to benefit from. And, and when you really look at the the fact that we, there is no one person like any one of us. We're, we're unique in our own right. And if there's nothing else that they can find to be grateful for and to 
be um, empowered in who they are is to see that. You know, when I really think of like, wow, there's only one of you, there's one of me, there's only one of each of us in the entire universe. There's no, there will be no one like yeah. you again. Yeah. And for that to just see um, what a what a beautiful gift you are to the world and understand that regardless of what people say or, or maybe things that are happening in your life that that you are here for a reason and your your life is of value and of worth and um yes. to to just be able to see yourself as that and sometimes for me it's something that growing up I, I had to be the only person that could say that to myself and look in the mirror and give me you know, looking in the mirror, that, that sort of gift of mm -hmm. talking that, that um, sense of, of goodness into my own heart. Yes, absolutely. And everyone is a gift. Everyone is a star. I couldn't have put it better myself. Well, thank you so much, Ricky, for coming on the program today and sharing your inspiring work. I'm so thank blessed you. to be involved in this organization. And I can't wait to see the greatness that the future holds for us. And, and, you know, thank you for being um, willing to, to call out and, and reach out to the organization the way that you did and your willingness to be involved. And um, thank you all for making this show possible and having these conversations for people to benefit from. I, I, I really um, feel inspired by, by what you do and I'm grateful to be a part of it. Wow, that, that means so much. It's all our pleasure. Thank you so much, Ricky. And during the break, everyone, be sure to check out the You Are Valued website at youarevalued.org. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Thank you so much, Ricky, for that segment. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for the Be The Star You Are, 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation. Right here, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the importance of learning life skills. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. So far, we've gleaned some inspiring insight from an author and a charity founder, and I think it's amazing the diversity of thought we've received. And it just goes to show that there are so many different life skills that are necessary for finding su success in life. And one of there are so many different life skills that I've learned and I used to not have them. But, you know, building a business and then starting a charity and even having my own YouTube channel is what really brought to light all the different life skills that you really need 
to be successful. And I think for me, the most important thing is social skills. You really need to learn how to talk with people, how to have um, sympathy and empathy like we had in one of our previous segments on, you know, the importance of empathy, like knowing how to communicate with people and how to feel with others and just being able to have that like social skill and also having the ability of uh, humor, just having the ability to just connect with people. And I think that's super, super important because actually um, this weekend I'm going to St. Louis and I'm going to be talking to a couple hundred of kids on starting their own business and basically just creating a future for themselves and encouraging them to do this when most of the time these kids don't have someone in their life for themselves to encourage them to be able to do these kind of things that they're smart enough they're worth it they are they are the next generation that's going to build this world and you know they may not have those people in their lives but we as independent youth come together as teen entrepreneurs and as a group we talk to these kids about saying how they are worth it and they have that knowledge and they have the intelligence and they have the skills and they have the ability to create whatever they want for their life. And I really think um, having that opportunity to speak in front of all those kids really brought to to light on how um, I was given this talent. God gave me this talent to be able to speak in front of all these kids. And I used... And before I even did this, I was freaking out about speaking in front of my class, which was a room of maybe 15 kids. And now that I think about it, like instead of speaking to maybe 15 kids, I'm not speaking to 300 kids. And it's it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. And I just think like there's there's just this thing comes to mind. It's the result of fears being faced and erased, meaning like being in the public eye and, and speaking engagements and now on YouTube, I'm speaking in front of people and I used to be afraid of that and now I'm like super comfortable with it because I love talking to people now and that's one of the life lessons that I think really need to be learned and it's, uh, it's, it's actually kind of fun being able to develop that because it's not always easy to just converse with strangers. It's not always easy to just start a, exactly. a random conversation and with just anybody and I think that's that's one thing that is really important to learn if you're going to be in the outside world, especially in the workforce. Like, no matter what you do, it, whatever career you have, even if it's just, like, if you're a stay-at-home mom working on the Internet, you're going to have to have some point in your life where you're talking with someone that you have no idea who they are. And you're going to have to pretend that you know that person, that you have to act like you connected with them on a mm -hmm. whim. And that everything is going perfectly fine, even though you may be freaking out inside because you have no idea who this person is and you've never really done this before. So, right. But I think you bring up an interesting point here that your fears, your failure, they can be the impetus for you to succeed. I mean, when you're, when you're going to go and talk to these kids at this event and these kids don't have those critical people in their lives, those mentors that they really need, yeah. well, that lack, that absence of something they need can propel them to continue to exert themselves to all their endeavors and to continue to be better people so that one day they can reach a point where they do acquire everything that they need. So yeah. I think, you know, being in a state where you're lacking in some way and everything's not going well can actually be the best thing that ever happened to you. Maybe in that moment you don't think that it's good. I mean, of course, we don't like the taste of failure in the instant that we taste it. But yeah. I think maybe months later, years later, you begin to realize how lacking or not having enough or failing or being fearful 
all of these seemingly negative qualities can actually be that momentum that drives you forward. And I like uh, Ricky's story where he was he faced abuse and he used that to basically propel himself to talk to other kids that maybe experienced that. But saying that you don't have to label yourself as a victim, you can get up and build something better for yourself because I've had I've had a lot of negativity um, from other people about what I'm doing. Uh, recently, I had someone on Facebook just saying that. What I'm doing is just for me to gain popularity in um, the media industry or just uh, with the paparazzi or whatever. And I'm like, oh, oh my, my gosh, I can't believe I can't believe somebody would say that. And I was like, wow. But, you know, I'm not going to let that person bring me down because they're not someone who has helped me uh, gain my success. My family and my friends and everybody who's supportive of me is is basic are basically the people that I'm going to listen to with whatever they say because they're the ones that have built me up and that was just some random person who felt like they needed to say something that that way I mean maybe they're someone who they're a person who doesn't feel very good about themselves so they needed to say something about someone who is successful and I think um, there are quite a bit of people out there who are like that but you just need to pick yourself back up and not um, worry about what they're saying and you know as Rick's as uh, I think it was what Cynthia said um, where you know you can accept people's opinions and you can accept their um, constructive criticism or just criticism in general mm -hmm. and just say you know thank you for saying that and um, just give, give them the comment that you acknowledge what they said but you're not going to take it into account if it's something that's hurtful towards you Absolutely. unless it's something helpful. Yeah, you really need to know when to take some advice with a grain of salt and when to really allow it and bring it into the fold of your life. Yeah. I think also another really important thing to remember is that it all boils down to how you define yourself. Yes. It is yeah. what you say about you that matters. When you roll over at night and fall asleep, what you say about yourself. When you wake up in the morning and look in the mirror, what you say about yourself. The definitions, the labels, the adjectives that you attribute to you that's what's either going to provide that fuel to get you further in life, provide your own ammunition, or it's going to really be that thing that weighs you down and prevents you from getting to the goal that you want to reach. Exactly, exactly. And I like what Ricky is doing because he's promoting um, self-confidence for teenagers. And I think right now, I think it's very, very tough for especially teen girls, and maybe it's even as hard for teen guys, but I mean, I'm not a guy, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> so, but I think that teen girls especially are having a very hard time with self-confidence, especially with all, you know, the uh, Photoshop, all the ads of these models and how these girls are being portrayed as basically perfect when there's no such thing as that. And and I think that girls and, and just us fellow girls need to reach out to each other and be like, there's no such thing as that. What we are is what's real. What we have as a personality and as a mindset and our intelligence and our personality and our humor and everything that we can help um, others with, how we just talk to people, how we are towards each other is what's real. It's not what we right. look on the outside, especially the fake ads that people are posting up. And I think we just, we all need help with that. Absolutely. I think I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, I think this has been like a really, really useful conversation. I hope that everybody who's listening to this basically um, 
takes it into account and uses it for their own life. And I really hope they um, build some life skills for themselves. Well, thank you so much, Hannah, for this fascinating discussion. And I loved examining all these pieces involved in finding our own forms of success. As always, all good things must come to an end. And this show reminded us of how important it is to, to pay attention to all the little lessons and skills that life tries to teach us. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show where we empower kids. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundle. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be a lifelong learner, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself go My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the, now from the Kidstar of the Month, here is the Wisp Pops and their song, Sea Turtle. So many clues
Kidstar album of the month. 